Welcome to Conversations with Anne Elizabeth, the podcast inspired by my book, I'm a Registered Dietitian, Now What?, where I have the absolute joy to sit back, relax, and have a conversation about nutrition with a variety of people who share their personal story of passion and purpose, especially registered dietitians. Today's conversation is with Beth Stark, a registered dietitian who thought she wanted to be a teacher and quickly learned she did not want to be a teacher and found dietetics. She started out in clinical nutrition and transitioned into an outpatient role and loved all of her community work. She is working currently on a great new adventure as she's had a recent career change in her retail dietetics job. This is a podcast you don't want to miss when it comes to pivoting and when something happens in your current career. Please enjoy my conversation with Beth. I know. Okay. So Beth, Beth and I actually recorded this podcast earlier than today <laughs> and we had some big changes happen for Beth. So we thought we'd kind of redo the podcast and kind of take it from a different angle. But I first, again, welcome back, Beth. I'm so glad that we're having this time again together, but um, let's just first give a background of you, kind of where you started out and how you kind of got into dietetics and why you thought it was a profession for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's just so great to be back with you again and to <laughs> unveil like all the change that's happened over these last very short amount of right. weeks for sure. Um, and, you know, I feel like I never knew I wanted to be a dietitian until I realized that I didn't want to be an elementary education teacher, <laughs> which is where I started in my, uh, you know, undergrad. So I like basically all through, you know, high school and, um, and on, you know, I was convinced I wanted to be a teacher and teaching elementary education, um, you know, to those youngsters. But it wasn't until I was my sophomore year and we started doing um, like teacher observations. So really going out into the classroom setting and like engaging with kids and like really just being entrenched in like what being a teacher would be. That's when I had the wake up call that, oh, I don't think this is the right fit for me. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and, you know, at that time, I think it must have been in that same semester, I had a very general like nutrition 101. I can still literally picture the textbook um, because I think there were like smoothies on it. Or it was like it was this beautiful cover and beautiful food. Um, you know, and I kind of like in a funny way thought, wow, nutrition, you know, maybe I could do something with nutrition. Um, you know, at that time, then, you know, my then boyfriend, now husband, he was studying at Penn State. And, you know, he's the one who I think made me aware that Penn State actually has nutrition program, um, you know, so went through the application process, you know, meeting with advisors, thankfully got accepted, um, you know, and I'll never forget when I was working with that advisor to help me through the transition to transfer, she was like, oh man, like you don't really know what you're getting yourself into with these sciences because I had no, you know, the sciences you would have for elementary education are one thing oh. for nutrition sciences. It's a very different thing. So I just remember her looking at me kind of like with these wide eyes, like, do you know what you're signing yourself up for? And I didn't. <laughs> I really I didn't. don't think anyone does, even when you know you want to be a dietitian, like you, like yes. you definitely were caught off guard, but oh my gosh, they're oh, not yeah. easy. 
Oh, yeah. You know, and so because of when I was transferring and, you know, the year that I was in and just like availability of seats in these classes, you know, I, I had to start in a summer session. Um, so, you know, I'm taking these chem classes and, you know, the organic chem and the the, the um, metabolism classes, all mm-hmm. these like really hardcore nutrition sciences classes, like in the summer, no less. So, oh, I mean, I wanted it bad to be able to <laughs> stick it out through that, <laughs> like, you know, at a Penn State, you know, Happy Valley, you know in the summer college you know college Mm. gal new to town it was oh my goodness I'm just thankful that I like (laughs) I was able to keep my head above water and you know get through those those classes and and yeah then um you know did an internship in New York City which was an amazing experience we lived there for almost a year and um you know I was bopping between Manhattan and Brooklyn and Queens you know for my rotations um and then started as a, as a clinical dietitian um, where I was for a few years. And, you know, I was that clinical dietitian, though, that was always looking for a way out, I think. Were you? <laughs> um, yeah. I, yeah, you know, just in that setting, I mean, we had a, an amazing team of, you know, of dietitians, like on it, kind of within, you know, the hospital setting, you know, but there were all, always different opportunities to do outside the box things. So to be interviewed by like the marketing team for their, um, kind of like patient, you know, education materials or for just like the the newsletter that they would put out through the hospital or, you know, email blasts or there was occasionally a TV interview or opportunities to go out to health fairs. And I was always the one that wanted to get the heck out and like <laughs> sign me up for these like different things, um, you know, because working on like, you know, GI med surge unit mm-hmm. and, you know, oncology, they were just tough. You know, it just wasn't where my heart really was at the end. But um, so, yeah, you know, then that position of inpatient evolved to more like community so I was the one then always going out to these health fairs and like trying to work with different community groups and things like that um which then kind of parlayed into a weight management role, which is where I was at when I left that position, um, you know, working with bariatric patients. So those that were going through a weight loss surgery, um, yeah, but that was tough. I felt like I was just a box to be checked. They basically needed to see me for insurance coverage mm-hmm. and to be able to go ahead with that surgery. So, you know, it was hard to feel like I was really having an impact on these people. And some, you know, I can tell that I, I did and they would come back to me and share their success stories and what I shared with them that had helped them through and you know that the habits that they picked up from my advice you know but so many of them just you know they really didn't care and they they were just doing the surgery um you know t- for whatever their personal reasons but it wasn't you know they really in my mind were in for the long term like sustainable habit change which is what I was there for <laughs> right that's funny I did the same kind of thing as you too I did clinical and it kind of leveraged into a bari- bariatric position and it was it was a checking off the box like they could have gave two craps if they, they yes. just were like I just want to see you so I can get cleared for surgery and it's like okay yeah. well good lifestyle changes we're gonna make awesome <laughs> Right, right. You know, and it just was like, you know, it wasn't motivating. Like, you know, why, why would my passion be there when theirs wasn't, you know, and I wanted to like, you know, ultimately help these people. But yeah, so, you know, it was then um, I wasn't even looking for something new. But that's when then, um, you know, I was living in Lehigh Valley, you know, Pennsylvania, like near Allentown, Philadelphia, kind of like suburb, if you will, in that time, um, you know, but from central Pennsylvania. So an opportunity with a retailer in central PA became available. Um, 
and you know, it's funny because I had grown up shopping at this retailer. I, you know, I knew where the things were in the store. It's where <laughs> you know my mom always shopped, and where I went with her when I was like home for weekends. And that's actually when I realized they had dietitians. You know, when I'm studying at Penn State, you know, I'm home on a weekend in the store with her, hearing a dietitian talk overhead, and I'm like. <gasps> mom, maybe I could do this. And sure enough, as for a number of years, you know, I was hired to then be a retail dietitian. Um, so we, you know, moved back home, back to Central PA from Allentown area. And, you know, that's where I was then for the last, um, you know, more than like, you know, 12 years of my dietitian career, which is just insane. <laughs> well, and I think that's so neat that a job that you, it brought you home, you know, it brought you back to like where you yes. grew up. And obviously that was a huge positive for you in your life at the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was the right time to to be coming home. Um, you know, my, you know, I gained a niece that year, you know, with uh, my, you know, my sister, I basically had a baby, I had my niece on my first day, oh, wow. you know, at the retailer uh, <laughs> position. So it's just so funny. Um, you know, her birthday and that anniversary were always the same. But, but yeah, so, um, you know, and then kind of like drum roll, that recent change that you noted at the top there was, um, you know, me transitioning out of that retail role just a few weeks weeks ago, um, kind of in a very surprise, unexpected way. Um, but I've been making lemonade over those last few weeks <laughs> with some of those lemons that were handed to me. Um, you know, and the skies are bright <laughs> and the lemonade's good. Oh my gosh. I love that analogy. You're making lemonade. So good. And I, I love that. Well, and I, you know, I think that during this crazy last couple of years, I think for everybody with the pandemic and then how jobs have been so tumultuous and probably for you, you probably didn't see that being on your radar at the time that the change happened, but, mm-hmm. and it obviously wasn't your choice. Is that mm-hmm. sufficient to say that it wasn't your choice to transition out? That's yeah, that's correct. So two of us, you know, of a team, you know, of a larger team, two of us um, were, you know, were provided this news that there was some restructuring happening and that we were, you know, basically no longer employed. So I never in my, um, you know, millions of wild dreams thought that I would find myself in um, that situation, you know, across from the table receiving this news, um, you know, and it was a drastic kind of thing that it was immediate. So, um, you know, w- waking up that morning, being employed, coming home after that meeting being like what in the world has happened like my world's been turned upside down um so yeah it's it's crazy and you know I feel for anyone who's gone gone through that in the last you know year especially but anytime because it just really you know there was a lot of like frustration a lot of anger disappointment a lot of emotions just were all over the place um but I feel like for me I've been able to turn all of that into something positive with just keeping a good attitude and you know, doing some other things that have kind of just made these last few weeks actually a really good thing for me, despite such a drastic change in career path. Right. Well, and we are kind of talking to you of how like you have been kind of in a tunnel vision of the last 12 years of just kind of doing your job and being in that same place. So you weren't really seeing maybe what those other opportunities were. And you never want to say a blessing in disguise, but I feel like this has brought on new outlook and new opportunities for you as far as where you want your career to go. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, the the interesting thing is, um, you know, and you and I have even talked candidly about this is, you know, I had been wondering what was next for me after so many years with the same position. You know, it's of course, people are going to start to wonder, you know, I turned 40 in January. So it's like (laughs) new chapter, you know, what's the next step for my career? Um, You know, I know nutrition is where I want to stay. But like, what's next? Um, Because I was feeling kind of stuck where I was, to be very honest. Um, You know, so the idea of maybe embarking on a new path was was definitely there in the back of my mind and I've been saying that I just needed that nudge off the ledge to like get me to make that change (laughs) you know so enjoying doing writing and recipe development and you know um, some of that work that was just really bringing me back to my roots as a dietitian and really fueling the passion where you know it it wasn't really what I was able to do in my day job anymore because my responsibilities were different Um, so I missed some of that stuff and missed feeling like a dietitian you know Mm -hmm. sometimes Um, because sometimes I didn't feel like that in the corporate setting (laughs) and that's true and I think that when you tap back into those things that like you know when you went back to being that clinical dietitian that was like yeah I'll go do the community outreach and I'll go do this and like those things that you initially really enjoyed when your first career and first job Mm -hmm. as a dietitian that maybe bringing some of those initial happy feelings you had doing those things and rediscovering them Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny because it kind of did come like, you know, full circle to those things, you know, that were kind of initially my areas of interest, um, you know, and that's where, you know, I find myself. And, you know, it is funny. You just think sometimes, um, like you mentioned the tunnel, um, it's hard to see all the different opportunities that are out there for our profession. And I feel like, you know, I am just like blown away by all the different things that I've learned over these last few weeks, just from, you know, revisiting those in my network and like connecting with new people um, and just opportunities that have come my way, you know, things I just never would have considered as opportunities for a dietitian, um, you know, that are there. Um, so I think anyone that's listening that you're kind of like, what's next for me? I mean, it's like so cliche, but like the world is your oyster dietitian. <laughs> like, Go after it because like, I don't know. I just feel now more than ever, like you can do anything. There are just so many, so many directions and there's so much work out there that again, like I think people that are doing entrepreneurial work um, or considering that route think like, Oh, they're, you know, it's saturated. Mm -hmm. There's so many people doing all the things and that is just not true. (laughs) And that's good to realize too, you know, seeing that there is a space for you and there's a space for, you know, 80 other thousand dietitians in the United States that can do those great things in different capacities. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you think about kind of going back to the few weeks ago, you know, not that I ever want to say, Hey, what did, what was your first steps after you lost your job? And I'm sure, you know, you had to go through all the feelings and you had to take time to do that. So maybe kind of take us through, like, what did you kind of go through as far as when you think about your career, but also you have this opportunity to think about that work-life balance and what you wanted for your family and what you want for you. Maybe kind of talk about that a little bit. Oh, goodness. Um, Yeah, you know, it's just so vivid because it was, you know, like such experiences really do really just remain clear in your memory. But, um, you know, I think I pretty much came home and and like I mentioned, you know, my counterpart was delivered that same news at the same time. So we kind of powwowed together. Um, 
talked about the positives that were going to come of this change and like boosted each other up and then mm-hmm. kind of like went our separate ways for the afternoon. And I mean, I'm not even kidding. Of course, I had a company computer at that time, a laptop that I had to surrender. So, <laughs> you know, we had an extra laptop here at my home that was not really in use. So, you know, I was like immediately on that, like starting just to to outreach because because of the drastic way the change happened. You know, I didn't want to leave some of those folks that I had worked with for so many years, like high and dry, you know, projects that are in the middle, you know, meetings I was supposed oh, to have that sure. afternoon, like, you know, so many great relationships. I didn't want them to go by the wayside or for them to wonder what in the world happened to me. So I started to do what I felt like damage control, to be honest. I never would have thought um, of that. That's so true. Huh? But yeah, you know, things that were just, you know, in planning mode and, and, you know, things to be executed. And I didn't want to like, you know, not deliver on something that I had promised because, you know, in, in the retail world and beyond, I mean, there's so much crossover that there might be opportunities with these folks down the road. Um, so selfishly, I was thinking that, but also like, I didn't want to leave these people without some kind of like input or like a contact name for them to get back in touch with someone there. And, you know, some of those things. So I feel like that afternoon was like damage control and, um, you know, updating LinkedIn. I think that's honestly one of the first things I did too. <laughs> Heck yeah. Just like pulling that bandaid off. And I have to say, like, I've never utilized that platform in such a way as I have obviously recently. And it has been such an effective tool. And, you know, I know people have talked highly of it in the past um, to me, but I, I definitely, I will agree now that it can be such a valuable tool. So something to consider if you're not currently using LinkedIn that's and, it, yes. um, you know, if you don't really know anything about it, I'm still like navigating it and figuring out, you know, the ins and outs and, and different ways to be most effective, but it's, it's been interesting and it's been kind of fun to play around too. But I think then, yeah, in the days after, um, it was just really kind of like, you know, sitting at different times, like talking with a lot of people. So in that outreach and kind of my damage control, you know, a lot of people wanted to talk and know what was going on, like, you know, and just offer support and, you know, and guidance and, you know, offers to connect me with people or share my resume with people. And, um, which made me feel so amazingly like loved and valued and supported. So coming from such, you know, an unfortunate, you know, change of path again, I guess, but just, you know, feeling like, wow, I guess I brought no value, you know, just feeling like, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of torn down. So many other people then lifted me up, um, you know, thinking that this decision by the retailer was just crazy and unheard of. And um, so some really good things came out of that. So just, yeah, really re reconnecting with people that I hadn't spoken with or people that I was working with regularly that wanted to know what was going on and how they could help. And, and then you're yeah, really starting just to think about like where I saw myself down the next path and like what I had to do to accomplish that. Um, I guess those are some of like the, or the early, you know, a couple of weeks into all of this. <laughs> you got after it. I love that because, you know, a lot of people would be like, oh, you know, not take it in a positive way. And I would mm-hmm. have never thought about connecting with the people that you were currently working with. Cause that is true. Like we've talked about before too, like our connections are everything mm-hmm. and they're the ones that kind of help us propel and kind of figure out different avenues of our lives. So that was such a smart idea to be like, Hey, I'm, this is what's happening, but I still want to stay connected to you and, and let me know what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and honestly, if you think of yourself, like you think of like right now you're in the, you know, the midst we're recording and if like, 
you know, right after this, someone's like, you know, you're done. Your computer, you're turning that in. Right. You don't have access to anything. You are cut off. Like, what do you do with those like outstanding things? Like that's, you know, that's literally what happened. It's like, I mean, my mind was swirling with, oh, what about this? And what about that? Yeah. Like, well, it's not my problem anymore. You don't need to worry about it anymore. And that's what my counterpart kept reminding me. Cause I was, you know, I was constantly like, what if, what if, and it's like, it, you know, it's not, it's not your, your concern anymore, which was kind of like a very interesting and refreshing, you know, feeling at first, like, Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, the weight is lifted. <laughs> like, you know, someone else will have to figure that out and handle this and, you know, whatever. Um, but but yeah, and, and, and to get right after it, I mean, I feel like, you know, some folks are like, just take some time, like kick mm-hmm. back a little. But, you know, that's just not me. I, I didn't want to, you know, I just couldn't just sit. I had to be active. And I feel like that definitely helped to kind of like, you know, just pull me through what could be otherwise like a really difficult time. Um, you know, I feel like that helped me stay more positive, too, and just move onward and upward. That's been my mantra since then. And which you totally <laughs> been doing. Along. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I know that you mentioned like I when we talked originally, we talked about how you were kind of loving to do the things on the side, like recipe mm-hmm. development and writing. So thinking of your, I loved how you said what's next, because, you know, that's always Mm -hmm. my thing. It's like, what's next? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, was that something that you initially were like, I'm going to start pursuing this a lot more because it's something I've always wanted to do? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and so, I mean, I will fully admit, I think I I probably cried about five minutes, like after all this news. And then my husband said to me, and I will never, ever forget this. He's like, listen, Beth, you've wanted this the last five years. And I'm like, yes, (laughs) yes, we have. (laughs) That was so so reassuring. (laughs) It is because I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, our family, our security, you know, all the things like what, you know, I you just, I can't, you know, I, I'm a contributor. Like I can't lose that role. And, uh, yeah, I was like, you're right. Like dry those tears. You know, this is now the time to get after it. You know, again, update that LinkedIn, you know, build that media kit, create a rage sheet, you know, doing all those things, um, you know, and, and seek out, you know, additional projects with people I have been working on, mm-hmm. you know, which have, have turned into some good work over the last few weeks too. Um, and I think just being real, like sharing, you know, I'm not trying to hide like what happened. It is what it is, but I think that's actually been such a positive thing because, it's authentic. Like this, you know, negative thing happened. We're turning it into a positive and, um, you know, getting some, you know, building new relationships and new opportunities out of it. Um, so yeah, the recipe development work has been good. And I even had a couple of things that were in the queue prior to this that actually worked out so well for me. Um, you know, and the writing had some recent, um, you know, media work that's been amazing and, you know, hopefully new things that will be now a recurrence, you know, down the line, um, that I'll get to work on more frequently, which, you know, it's kind of like me building my dream job, I guess. Um, you know, now I have that chance. That's, I'm seizing it. I'm seizing that opportunity. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking. I feel like you are constructing like the perfect career for you from kind of the bottom up, but you mm-hmm. get to make, you get to make the decisions and you get to be in control and you get to say yes and you get to say no. And you don't feel like you have to always say yes. 
Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I have kind of passed some things over, which, you know, I never thought I would do, especially at this stage. But, you know, some folks, you know, kind of um, joined a, you know, a mastermind group with some fellow dietitians, which has been so beneficial. And, you know, they're like, you'll, you'll say no to things. And I'm thinking to myself, no, I won't. But, you know, I have <laughs> even at this stage, like, you know, you just start to value your time more and just having the freedom to be able to say no, you know, where you can't do that in a corporate, you know, retail right. kind of role for right. sure. So, I mean, that's really been liberating, um, you know, and even even assigning value to, you know, your work that you're contributing to a partner and, you know, creating rates for yourself, which I will fully admit is so still overwhelming. I'm still so new with that process, but it's been really interesting to learn and to like, you know, gain insight from others that are doing this work and, you know, how to, you know, add value to what you're doing so that you do get paid for the amazing amount of work that you do and the credibility that you bring and, you know, all those different things. Um, um, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. I could just, I'm like, I feel like I'm rambling. <laughs> no, but this is all the things that I think everyone goes through. And, and I, you know, I can't say that I've ever had been in a position where I've lost my job. I'm never going to say I won't be, but I love that mm-hmm. you're bringing it to the table of in such a positive way that it's not the end of the world. And if you really view it as it's your opportunity to build a life and the career that you've always wanted, then why wouldn't why would it ever be a bad thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, absolutely. Um, And, you know, I think one definite piece of advice too, just, you know, if anyone's finding themselves pondering this, you know, information or, um, you know, or in the same situation, really, like, you know, your network, don't ever underestimate the value of the network that you are building. And if you're not building a network, get on it. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) And, you know, build those relationships. And it's not even, um, it doesn't have to be formal. It's just, you know, engaging with people and being genuine and, you know, I feel like I'm like, you know, repeating things that I've heard like over time that I never really like took stock in, you know, until now, um, you know, but people want to work with you and, and help you out because they like you and because you're a good person and because you do good work and, um, you know, that maybe you're a good support system to them or whatever it is, sure. um, you know, and I've definitely found that for sure. Well, and you probably have found relationships that you didn't think even really mm. were like, maybe not nurtured, but maybe you were like, Oh, I yes. just on occasion, like would contact this person. And then we'd have a conversation and we'd do something. But now you probably have realized, Oh, there was more of a connection than I really realized. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You, you just, you nailed it right there. Um, you know, I, there have been so many times that I've said to just people around me, like I never knew that, that I was having any kind of impression on anyone <laughs> to be honest. Like no one thinks that like people are, most people are humble and you don't really think that, but you know, working in retail, you have so many contacts with vendors and especially in my role where, you know, I was working with vendors very regularly for our programming. You know, these are the people that have like swooped in and have offered to connect me with people and, you know, just rescue me in, in some way mm-hmm. or another. Um, so, and those are the people that I'm like, I never would have thought these people would be so, um, you know, proactive and coming to me. It's not even me really seeking them out, but coming to me and to, to ask what they can do to assist and so forth. So you are just so right about that. Like you just don't really realize like how people are viewing you, the reputation you're building um, just by doing your job and being, you know, someone good to work with. (laughs) Right. Right. That's exciting. It's always like nice to have that 
um, confirmation that you are doing a good job in all situations that you've been in, even if it is something that you haven't been reminded of in like years, but yes. like, yes. oh, wow. <laughs> you still remember me from that. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. And even just a recent experience of someone reached out to me on LinkedIn. They're like, I don't know if you remember me, but you know, I know you from here. You know, I would, I'd, I'd love to chat with you about something. And it's like, oh my gosh, like, I that do remember crazy. you. Thank you. And yeah, let's talk. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh my gosh. Well, and again, I, LinkedIn again. <laughs> right. You know what? I think that's interesting. I Maybe it's just the age of being a little bit older in your career and like realizing the importance of maybe LinkedIn and not the other platforms that there is some validity to being a part of a different community. So again, it's yep. just another community that you're a part of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and I think we know that there are so many social media platforms to to easily yes. take your time away and you do have to prioritize. And I forget what who it was, you know, a, a, a dietitian entrepreneur that just recently said, like, if you have to prioritize one, you think of like what your end goal is, of course, but like, you know, LinkedIn might be all you need to do. And, right. you know, I feel like so many of us think you have to be in all these different things, which, you know, with my generation, I mean, Again, dating myself, I guess at 40, like TikTok <laughs> is not my thing. You know, no. Snapchat was never my thing. Nope. You know, I don't even know or, or Snapchat is still a thing. I mean, <laughs> I know Instagram. I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm like, I'm lucky I can handle Instagram and LinkedIn and I still need to do better at LinkedIn. But yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram I like and enjoy. You know, I don't know if it really, you know, hugely benefits me in any kind of way, but I find enjoyment and I try to be just mindful of the time I'm spending there. Um, you know, but it's, yeah, it's funny. There's so many options and so many different ways to spread your message and to just get people to know what you're up to, um, you know, and self-promote in some different ways. And also, you know, support and promote others. Um, you know, the, again, it's just all about relationship building. Absolutely. Well, I know I, I love your Instagram. I was totally doing my cooking class and I was thinking of your setup when you posted it on Instagram and I was like, I'm going to be like Beth because she has such an awesome setup. And so, oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm I love it. You. Oh, I love <laughs> it. I love it. And honestly, that's how you and I have connected really yes. through, I think like social media, you know, and then, you know, a note to, to inquire about like talking a little bit more. And, and I love that. I feel like then it's, that's how you idea share and just, you know, it just brings you know, people together and, you know, creates like new relationships and new networks and so forth. And I have to tell you, I just recently did get a new ring light uh, for a project that was last week. And oh my goodness, that thing will light up the night sky. Okay. You'll have to send it to me. You'll have to send me the link to it. So I can, is it, did you get it from Amazon? It is. Yeah, it is from Amazon. It's like, so the ones that I had were like 10 inch. No, no. Yeah, maybe like eight or 10 inches. So small. And I thought they did a good job. And now this thing is like, is it 16 inches, 18? I don't know. But it's, I honestly, when the first time I turned it on, my (laughs) husband's like, I don't think you can use that at full strength. And I'm like, you're right. Like, I'm going to need to put sunscreen on to stand in front of this thing. (laughs) But it is, it is, it is really good. Um, So it's good kind of now, like I can use one and then maybe some like one, you know, the smaller one on the side, potentially if I need like one or two on the side. Um, But yeah, the whole like remote video, you know, for media, for just like social media, 
video. Um, mm-hmm. That's definitely been a huge skill set that I've gained over the last you know year because of the pandemic and work from home life and right. Well, that's what I, creation from home. <laughs> that's what I thought of when I when you share that because I'm like I know she's got this down, so I'm gonna follow her lead and see what she does because <laughs> yeah. she knows she looks amazing when she does her videos. So Aww. yeah, well, and it's honestly for me watching others and seeing what others are doing too, and that's the thing. Like you know, follow those that you respect and that you you know see what they're doing and you can replicate that you know in a, a good way to to benefit yourself for you know these types of things of course and that's how I figured out how to set these things up and like what <laughs> size would be appropriate and I mean when you when you look at for ring lights and Amazon like your mind will be blown there are so many options well I will love any suggestions to help with making <laughs> things look better when it comes to <laughs> online media for sure yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well I anything that you want to share about like what you're looking forward to in the future I know the future has been happening at a rapid speed right now for you but anything that you're looking forward to um yeah, I think just, you know, the, in the most, you know, the short term really is, you know, I've got a four and a half year old, you know, being able to spend mm-hmm. some, you know, different quality time, you know, with her over the summer in a way that's, you know, not been possible for, you know, all these years and, mm-hmm. you know, being able to hang by the pool a little bit and maybe enjoy a couple extra days, you know, when we're on vacation and, you know, just having a little bit more of a low stress you know, a few months, like in my favorite seasons, um, you know, and making that time for the family and, and so forth. And then, you know, really kind of like honing in, I guess, on as I'm picking up all of these different things, um, you know, to figure out really, I know what I enjoy doing now, it, but is that what I'll enjoy six months from now or a year mm-hmm. from now? I'm really like taking inventory of the things that will you know, stay, maybe what will go. I mean, maybe there's something that I'll enjoy doing that I never even thought was possible. Um, so it's like exploration, I guess, like, you know, the next few, you know, six months to a year is I feel like the exploration phase. <laughs> That's exciting, though, isn't it? It's like you are like getting to really experience all the things that you have been in a tunnel before that you never got to. Yeah, yeah, definitely a website, you know, is is in the queue. That was actually something that I had hoped to do in Q1, um, you know, which didn't happen, unfortunately. But, you know, it is still something that, you know, I, I will see hopefully within this next quarter that I'll be able to get that up and running and, um, you know, be able to tax, tackle some of those things that, you know, are really functions of business that I'm not um you know, that I'm, I have a learning curve for, for sure. Um, you know, because th- it's something I've never done before to this level. Um, so uh, that's that's definitely a next step, too. <laughs> I love that you mentioned, though, like spending time with your family and your daughter in a different capacity, like the freedom of that alone. And I've always talked about how time is your biggest currency. I mean, how you can't put a price on that for anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, and yeah, and after feeling, you know, robbed after last year, you know, in the summer right. and stuff, um, <laughs> it's really like living it up this year. And um, <laughs> this is your this is your year, Beth. I love it <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure that's for sure um and we'll just continue to meet new people i just i've really enjoyed like you know just that whole process it's just really you know fun and um exciting and just you know it helps me grow and think of like new things for myself and 
Um, so yeah, I feel like this is definitely the new wave of, you know, Beth Stark. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, and I thank you for being so candid about just being willing to talk about the experience and going through the change that you had this major, this major change in your life and how you are taking it to a different level and exploring it in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, you know, I know, you know, because, you know, I've been a listener to your podcast, and I think it is really all about authenticity. And, you know, to come on and put on a show, I feel like your listeners and, you know, other dietitians won't really benefit from that. So, you know, hopefully I've helped someone that's maybe going through a similar transition, um, you know, feel a little bit better about it and just have a different perspective and, you know, happy to be a resource for, you know, anyone that might need a little bit of guidance. Um, not that I'm a pro by any means, but, uh, you know, I'm definitely here to help people out just like I've been helped out in the last, you know, few weeks. For sure. I was like, I was going to say, I'm like, if you, anyone ever needs a cheerleader, I'm sure Beth will be happy to cheerlead for you. Yes, I'll do my best. (laughs) All right. Well, I want to end our conversation with my fun questions. You did all the hard questions. Now you got the easy questions, right? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what my answers were from before. I I can change them. I mean, they may have changed. A lot of things has changed for you. So they might. Yeah, that's for sure. I do remember after that time though, I was like, why did I say that so I mean now you get that redo without having yourself. to be like hey can you edit this out and edit this in <laughs> that's funny well I would I would do that of course but now you just get to completely get a whole new set of questions so okay. hit me with them hit me all right why don't you share with me some foods that you enjoy uh you know I do love you know which I feel like people would think oh dietitian you know of course but I mean I just I do love you know pizza and burgers and you know pasta and you know all those different things Mm. you know with my daughter I felt like I would never be you know someone that would give her some of the traditional kid foods the chicken nuggets but I actually do enjoy chicken nuggets too yes they're delicious Um, (laughs) yeah but you know I, I really do love a variety of different foods I wish I was more um adventurous I guess with different types of cuisine and and, you know things like that I do feel like I kind of stick to like very safe types of things and I don't you know necessarily expand my palate as much as you know I would like to um so maybe that's something to to prioritize too but um who knows maybe your new job you'll be traveling and you'll be like all over the place and it might lead to different cuisines yeah, maybe. I just you need to, yeah, it's, you know, I'm, I'm kind of weird about textures of food. So I feel like that's like, <laughs> man, you know, why I don't necessarily love a lot of different types of seafood. I mean, I do love salmon sure. and, you know, fin fish, but, you know, some others, I just can't get over the, the texture of it. But, um, you know, I do love, you know, ice cream as we're like talking about going into warmer months in summer. I mean, mm. ice cream. And I've really taught my girl that, you know, ice cream is definitely one of those major foods that the family enjoys because she loves it too. <laughs> it's a food group. I've decided. Oh, yeah that's for sure (laughs) how about beverages that you enjoy oh yeah this one I'm sure I do remember (laughs) I mean right now in so many hours of the day you'll find me with like a cup of coffee at hand um you know and now really I think since work from home life I've like started to do like an iced coffee or something in the afternoon Mm -hmm. I always have the hot coffee in the morning and then if I want just a little bit more in the afternoon like the iced coffee um will give me that boost and love my coffee um that's Mm -hmm. definitely almost I feel like a food group sometimes that it could be for sure (laughs) oh I love it um and um you know and I love you know a good glass of wine and you know I do like different beers uh too so I feel like I have a pretty broad um 
you know, variety of, of different things, I guess. Summer is going to be fun for you. I feel like, I feel like you're going to have a good time. <laughs> Drinking all the coffee and enjoying all, all the, the happy hours. Yep. <laughs> Any scents or smells that you enjoy? Oh, I do love vanilla. I love vanilla and like sandalwood and like, um, you know, like beachy types of smells. Mm, I don't know yes. if that's like a good way to explain, but like, yes. Fresh, like the fresh linen, the fresh cotton, like, you know, not necessarily anything too flowery. I mean, I, I love, uh, I love lavender, but I do feel like subtle lavender smell. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, vanilla sandal, those are usually when I like, uh, those like, is it like musky kind of? Um, is that the right word? Um, you know, smells, those are some of my favorites. And what if you, okay, so this is a very, I always think about like, if I wasn't a dietitian, what would I do professionally or just what would I enjoy doing? So would there be another profession that you would have loved to do besides being a dietitian? Um, well, we know it wouldn't have been a teacher. <laughs> no teaching. <laughs> I mean, teachers are amazing. I have a number of teachers in my family and they are amazing. Um, you know, it's funny. I know pretty clearly that I answered this question last time as I think I would be, you know, kind of in a marketing type of role, maybe not necessarily nutrition, but like a marketing, um, you know, arena of some kind. So it is kind of ironic, um, you know, that some opportunities have bubbled up that will put me kind of in, you know, a, a marketing role a little bit. So it's, that's interesting. It was like, foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know, you know, I just, I love like communications and talking with people and, um, sharing things that I know, um, you know, and trying to provide solutions for people. So whatever, whatever job might encompass all of those things, that would be where I would be. Is that marketing? I don't know. Maybe it might be. Yeah. Well, you can just create that job now because you have that ability. So yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, definitely doing something creative um, for sure. And and not cookie cutter, which, yeah. (laughs) And what brings you joy in life? Oh, goodness. This one is a tricky one. Um, I mean, definitely, you know, my family, um, you know, definitely at the core. I mean, we are such big, uh, you know, family oriented people, um, you know, and spending time just, you know, in different places and, you know, being outside with with, you know, friends and family and um, just trying to soak, uh, you know, up that time. And you know, time is just so precious. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've lost some loved ones. And, you know, now we just value everyone else that much more. Um, because we know how quickly things can change. So, you know, definitely family and um, just seeing joy and bringing people together. Um, and I really do love feeding people. <laughs> do you? Yeah. I love, um, you know, I love cooking for people. I love like taking meals to, you know, my grandparents and, um, you know, sharing just foods that I've made with people. Um, that, that does definitely bring me a lot of joy too. That's awesome. That's always a fun thing. If you can find joy in cooking, I always think that's amazing, especially because it's not an easy task. <laughs> no, not at all. And coming up with different things and, you know, having a somewhat finicky here and there, you know, a little one that she, you know, will like one thing on day one yeah. and then day two of the week, it's like, why did I even just buy like a dozen bananas? Because she doesn't want them anymore. <laughs> I guess it makes me banana bread. Um, no, but... Yeah, it's and, and I definitely feel like sometimes I must enjoy cooking for others more than just for like feeding, you know, three of us here, you know, when I can share a meal with, um, you know, someone that doesn't really have the chance to cook for themselves or, sure. you know, what have you, it does, does give me um, a boost for sure. Well, I am so excited to continue to follow your journey and all the exciting things that are ahead for you. 
I appreciate you being so candid again about your experience in the past few weeks and I just hope all the wonderfulness happens for you. I am very grateful to meet Beth. We have both kind of found dietetics in a very similar way, have had very similar paths in our careers, and I really appreciate how Beth has shared such a major thing that's happened in her life and in her career and how she's taking it from a very positive place and doing such great things and finding new joy and finding new passion in her career. It's something that we can all learn from and it's something that we should all be aware of that could happen to us at any time. You know, no day is guaranteed. So please read out to Beth if you need a cheerleader, if something like this has happened to you, I know that she would be on your team and she'd be happy to be supportive. Remember to be great always, find the joy in each day and to start a conversation that truly matters.